Hello and welcome to Go Touch, Touch Grass. Grass. Uh, guys, we've got another search history for you. Here we go. We've got another search history I'm for you. I'm gonna open up the fridge and get the LaCroix out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We have to, you, you guys know we have to have our LaCroix. Uh, at, least, at least put me on LaCroix. I didn't LaCroix before Elise. Wow. I feel honored that that's the case. Because, you know, I stopped with the hard seltzers. I can't do the hard seltzers anymore. Yeah, I did read that these have uh, forever chemicals in them, but I don't know what that means. And I mean... As, as someone recently said to both of us, everyone has lead poisoning. Everyone has lead poisoning. Everybody has and lead And you know poisoning. what? Yeah, did I make fun of that? Yes. But I, I like that attitude. Is that, yeah, you know what? Everybody, everybody has, has That's poisoning. my thing is I'm like, I love a Pample Moose LaCroix and Forever Chemicals aren't going to take it from me. Well. Before we get into today's topic, I did have something I wanted to share with you that I just found incredibly funny. And mm -hmm. I'm pulling it up on my phone right now. Okay. So there is a very, very funny TikTok right now going around by a girl named Maddie Hart. Where she asks for, she basically she says like, "Tell me your trauma, but it's oh. funny." Okay, yes, I think this girl's annoying. <laughs> well, From another I do video. Think, I do think that this TikTok is funny. Where basically she's like, "Tell me your trauma, and it's funny," and then she tells the story of how her dad, her biological father, left her family to become a break dancer, and he's actually pretty good, and he got pretty famous. Oh, <laughs> and these are some of the comments from that video that I just wanted to share because. There's some good comments. Okay, in here. I'm ready to hear it. Um, this is from a sky a skyberspace. Oh, my dad found and submitted my gay panic at the disco fan fiction to family court as a reason my mom shouldn't have custody of me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> fiction if it's a band i guess yeah. but yes yes ban band fan fiction is a huge subculture of fan fiction i remember i read green day fan fiction okay. and i didn't know that you yes. know that's like uh panic at the disco was my first concert like i got i went to like dominican and salsa i don't count those but like and i have pictures in my house of me and a young 16-year-old Millie with Brandon Murray. Wow. <laughs> but I really beautiful. liked Ryan. Ryan was the hot one. Well, you could have you could have been with him in a fan fiction. You could have been your own oh, original character. Oh, now I'm getting the appeal. Now yeah, I'm getting the exactly. appeal. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's why. But also, that girl, there wasn't... I almost covered this in Go Touch Grass mm -hmm. of, like, this TikTok couple where, like, this guy broke up and, and he was like, I really liked her, like, I guess there were a TikTok couple that people followed. It was like two white people, so of course I didn't care. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I wasn't gonna. I don't follow like TikTok exactly. Pookie um, and Jet or whatever. No, I don't no, know. No, what no, Pookie no. It was. It was. They're is. like younger. So it was like these these two like this white couple, and they were like attractive, and then the, they broke up, and the guy posted a thing, and he was like, it sounded like really mature. He's like, hey. I know you're noticing that I'm not in any pictures or she's not in my videos anymore. She's really nice, but I don't think it's a good fit. I don't think we're compatible. I feel like it should be easy. And we just ha kept having problems mm -hmm. and I just don't think it was a good fit. Like, you know, so yeah, it was just like things were fights that shouldn't be fights, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, wow, this is pretty mature. And then the girl got on him. That his ex was like, well, like, what the fuck? Like, you couldn't tell me or, like, you're telling. And also, like, you monetize this video. Like, <laughs> you're monetizing our breakup. And he's like, you monetized. You did three videos about, like, crying about my ex. And you monetized those. So don't come. With. So it was oh, like this monetize off. That is a very cursed content. That's to be a like, cursed content. Monetizing your breakup is wild. So I almost did it. But then the com. Then all this other conversation around it was like, he's gaslighting her. So that that girl, Maddie, was like, he's gaslighting her. He's being avoidant. He oh. reminds me of my ex that's being, like, that's avoidant. And, like, I bet you she just, like, wanted to hold him accountable for something. And he said no. And we can't let men. And I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. Well. Because like, at its core, it is interesting. Who's monetizing the breakup? That is very interesting. It's interesting. But then everyone was and like. And that's such like, a modern concept. Like, the idea of, like, you can. Because. In the past, you could emotionally monetize your breakup, certainly. Mm -hmm. But to really be able to do it is crazy. All I can say that I know about her is that her biological father left the family to become yeah, a break dancer. And he's kind of good. And he's kind of good. And his name is Benny Hanna. That's, oh, I feel like I know. Like, that's a pretty big one. And she would she shows in it. Like I'm gonna look him up right now. She screen. shows herself watch like a video of him break dancing, and she's like, "This guy wasn't paying my medical bills." And I was like, "This, this is a funny TikTok." <laughs> but uh, while you're looking him up, here's another one of the comments from Win. We thought my dad died for a whole day because the cops called the wrong family. Reply. I now want to know, how did you find out your dad was in fact alive? Win. He walked through the door while we were sitting in shock in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my mom abandoned me as a kid to join a renaissance fair across the country. She said I could go, but I would have to learn joust for a living instead of being in school. I mean, she said you could go. Yeah, she did. She was leaving. And she she was saying, like, you're still going to, your education will continue. It will just be in joust. joust. I can see why they didn't go, but. Benny Hanna, yeah, I mean. He's like 65 years old, but he does look like a fuckboy. Um, and then this last one felt like a situation that would happen to me. My abusive ex got expelled from our university and started a podcast about his earnest attempts to find Sasquatch. I mean, that's certainly not happening to me. It uh, feels very something that would happen to me. To it, it feels like I would be like, what happened to that guy I dated? And I'd look him up and he would be, he'd have a podcast where he's looking for Sasquatch. I mean, honestly. Better than a Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Better than some of the things that have already occurred. All right. With that out of the way, I just wanted to share. I just that's, wanted to share those. That's okay. They we were making share. me laugh. We, we this is the Patreon. This it's is not, the Patreon. I just want to make our make our patrons laugh. Well, also, I mean, we did spend seven minutes talking about Drake's nudes. Yeah, we, and that, but that we had to. Address. We had to. It would have been to. unethical for us not for us to come on here and not address that. Drake's nudes had leaked. Well, also, there was a patron who asked me to send it to her, and I, I kept getting the content. I, we almost maybe would have lost our don't go touch grass IG because I kept getting blocked because I sent it to you on Instagram, mm -hmm. fine, but I couldn't send it to her. But then, if you go Drake dot video, it's 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 her it's <laughs> its own it. URL. Somebody made it. In, I mean, I don't know if it's still up, but it's its own website. Website. All we're saying is it's its own website. And if we it's can't its own website, sharing. yeah, we can't be sure. I, I Instagram will 
Instagram probably has already put us on a list. Yeah, we're on we're on some kind of <laughs> we're list. We're certainly on a list. Political content list. Oh right. Oh god, that's a whole that's a whole put a pin that's in that a discourse. Whole, yeah, that's, that's a whole a other big thing. I also wanted to share this with Elise because it's it's a go touch grass embodied. Wow. And it's um so this is from somebody posted this in twenty twenty three. And I guess it's like some kind of like 4chan mm-hmm. post. And this kid, this person says, be me, 23-year-old neat, which I guess is like some kind of insult term. Okay. Get off my ass for once and sign up for community college. Attend classes in person because I know if I do online, I'll slack off. Interact with other people for the first time in five years, parentheses, since high school. Nobody... This is what he's saying happens in community college. Nobody talks about sexual market value. Nobody talks about bone structure or physiognomy. Physiognomy. I don't even know. Girls aren't immediately rejecting guys with negative canthal tint or recessed chins. See other bald slash balding people my age socializing and having friends. Tentatively ask if I can sit near a group of people parentheses, guys and girls, they say sure and include me in the conversation. Did, and then this is the final Mm -hmm. thing. Did 4chan lie to me about normies? What the fuck? And and everybody in the comments are like, this is what we mean when we say go touch grass. Yes. Go outside. The world, the internet, when you're too online, you're not in reality. You are not, it, it, it is like, it's very easy to go out in the world and see that people of all different attractiveness levels have boyfriends and are dating and are I feel are like fucking. it's even easier if you are a weirdo. Yeah, like it's, it is just so funny that it's like these guys are like only perfectly proportioned, beautiful men get no, girlfriends. And it's like, not. it's actually very common to see a very hot woman dating a very uh, mediocre and but mid-man. also like if you're not you know if you're mediocre don't be trying to go for the hot woman either well you that's can and that's the whole thing but it's just like you can date someone who's fi- you know fine and you'll be very happy yeah you know but um so yeah that was just something the the the, the tweets and stuff are just like you know, people get in their echo chambers, yeah. and like, especially with incels and stuff. Like, a lot of them are are like lacking real world interaction, and it was just a very wholesome story about somebody about who somebody learning went to go touch grass. Yeah, learning to touch grass, and that's why what we do here is so important. That's so important. Um. All right. Let's get into today's topic. And this is the second topic because what happened? Okay, yeah. So what, what happened was with the, the first, first topic? The first topic was it's a meme called Wombland. Okay. Some people remember it, some people won't. My understanding of what this inter- it, situation was was two people who dated were fighting on TikTok and it was kind of one of the first instances of like someone going super viral cuz two people are fighting on TikTok like what you just described between yeah. a boyfriend and a girlfriend, whatever. And that in one of her videos, she said, I feel it deep in my womb lands. But then it, she was actually saying, I feel it deep in my womb lands. His name was Lance. 
and Womblands became a meme and all this stuff. But the thing is, the story actually is extremely dark and involves like all sorts of like abuse, just like all sorts of things that I was like, oh, this actually is not a fun topic. And there's kind of. Is it the one like, you knew that yes. one? Yes. Okay. There's, oh, you... What I will say is that the story was very disturbing. And I was like, this is not going to be a fun episode. And I want to have a fun episode. So. So we pivoted because that's pivoted. what we do. Yeah. We I, I texted Millie and I said, let's talk about. Let's pivot. Let's talk about something that actually is a very important story in the history of uh, Twitter main characters, virality. I feel like it's the strongest examples of a a milkshake dog. Exactly. Exactly. Today we are talking about shrimp guy. Shrimp guy. So, Millie, you just used the word milkshake duck. For our listeners... Mm We became very familiar with the milkshake duck as part of our research getting into the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and developing. In, in, when we were deep in development, we yeah. became very familiar with the milkshake duck. But for our listeners, this is the Wikipedia definition of what a milkshake duck is. Okay. It's in internet culture, a milkshake duck is a person who gains popularity on social media for some positive or charming trait, but is later revealed to have a distasteful history or to engage in offensive behavior. Hmm. The phrase is derived from a Twitter post made on June 12th, 2016 by Ben Ward, an Australian cartoonist using the online handle Pixelated Boat. I feel like Pixelated Boat is a big account. I see Pixelated Boat all the time. Didn't realize this came from Pixelated Boat. The tweet said, The whole internet loves Milkshake Duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you the duck is racist. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the idea behind a milkshake duck. This story is the ultimate milkshake duck. Yeah. Pre- previous examples. What is the story? Well, we will get, we're going to get, get into it. it. I'm giving the background so that our listeners can go into it with the full context of why the story is important in the history of this concept. Mm-hmm. Previous milkshake ducks included Ken Bone. Do yeah. you remember Ken Bone? The uh, uh, independent voter. Yes, the independent voter from the 2016 debates. Apparently, a bunch of Reddit posts of his. You remember everyone was like, the Bone Zone, we love Ken Bone. And then yeah. a bunch of his old racist Reddit posts, posts came out. And he I said mean, a bunch of fucked up stuff. What election was that? Obama? 2016. Oh, Trump and uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's Hillary. fucking Trump and Hillary. Yeah, I'm just like, if you're, like, you're undecided. You're not cool. You're a racist. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah, so Ken Bone, Milkshake Duck. Also, I didn't even know this, but Rod Ponton, the Zoom cat lawyer. So remember like that oh, yeah. guy who went viral for being a cat? That, was, that video was funny. That video is funny as fuck. Like like Ken Bone, I don't know. Yeah, but that video the was funny. video was funny. The cat bit So he's a Milkshake Duck. Racist. Because, we, so not actually, I didn't look fully into this, but this is his Milkshake Duck. Within a day, reports surfaced that he had previously used federal agents to torment a former lover with drug raids and bogus charges in 2014. So he was, like, swatting his ex. (laughs) I mean, that's not as inconsistent. No. So far, neither of these are surprising, right? No. Because it's like, if you're such a boomer, you don't know how to turn a Zoom filter off. There's then a lot. You're gonna be swat like you're, you're gonna your abuse. Yeah, you're abusing. Listen, if you're like a high powered lawyer, 
who does it, and you're so powerful, you don't know how to work your own Zoom. That means you're incredibly privileged and stuff. You're abusing the police. Also, you know, you, yeah, you are Zoom cat lawyer. What happened karmically to create this, you know, you're reaping something. Yeah. And it, you, you have bad energy from the past that turned you into Zoom cat lawyer. Mm-hmm. And it could have been worse for you. Mm-hmm. And it could have been way worse for you. Mm-hmm. So, background on milkshake ducks. Okay. Everyone's up to speed on what the milkshake duck is. Now we'll get to the story of Shrimp Guy. In March of 2021, 41-year-old L.A. writer and producer Jensen Karp sent out an image that shook Twitter to its core. Yeah, I love when Twitter gets shook. Twitter was shaken to its core. The image was captioned, um... At CTC Squares. So he's tweeting at Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast, Toast Crunch Squares. I, I don't know why it's CTC. They couldn't get at Cinnamon Toast Crunch? It's probably some, like, granola hippie who's, like, it's, like, Dude, called a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Who has at Cinnamon Toast Crunch? That's very that's really funny. <laughs> that's another mystery. That's another Put a pin in that, Discourse. Put a pin in that. Um, if anybody knows what's going on with a Cinnamon Toast Crunch account. Yeah, it's probably somebody, just like you, Elise, that doesn't tweet at all, but wants to keep the keep handle. The handle. That's what I'm doing. You can find me on Twitter with my handle, but I'm not tweeting at all. The caption is, um, at CT Squares, why are there shrimp tails in my cereal? This is not a bit. And it's alongside this image, Millie, that I will show to you. I, I feel like You've I haven't. Seen it. In, yeah. <laughs> it's an image in which. You see Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and then there appear to be two Cinnamon Toast Crunch dust-covered shrimp tails. Okay. Immediate reaction to the image. You're not a seafood girl. I'm not a seafood girl, but I... People eat coconut shrimp, so I can't imagine that a cinnamon flavor... But then I'm like, then it's the tail, and I know people don't like the tail, so you can't do anything with the tail, so it's garbage. Who ate the shrimp, too? I remember when this came out. Do you remember when this first It wasn't too long after Bean Dad, I think. No, it really wasn't. It was the same same year, or like, because I was dating the same guy, or, or like, we were still hanging out. So, yeah. I remember it was like first Bean Dad, then it was Shrimp Guy. Yeah, it was like this proliferance of like white dudes trying something online and failing and it t- turning on them in a way they never could have expected. So basically, Carp sends this out and this is his account of what happened as relayed to the New York Times because that's how fucking <laughs> far this situation with the shrimp went. He was going to pour out his second bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch when he saw what appeared to be shrimp tails. Relatable. Honestly, you eat one bowl of cereal, you're not going to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, come on. Sometimes, though, I feel like I'm getting... Sorry. Get tangent away? Yeah, tangent away. I'm like... I eat cereal as an adult. Not often, but I do. And I just feel like I have the milk ratio off because I'll pour in... I'll pour in a whole bowl and then I eat it all up and then there's still a lot of milk. So then I'm pouring the second bowl. So that's yeah. probably what happened. That's, but you know, that, that really could be what happened. Yeah. So anyway, he's relatably on his second bowl of cereal. <laughs> he says upon further inspection, he sees these shrimp tails. He looks at the bag. 
and he sees that one of the bags has been taped at the bottom and appears to have been tampered with. <laughs> he emails General Mills, maker yeah. mm-hmm. of Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, uh, and then he tweeted the above photo. So this all happened. He emails General Mills. I don't know if he felt he like he didn't get the response he wanted, whatever, but he tweets the above photo. This starts going insanely viral. Everyone's joking about it. It's the number one trending topic on Twitter. People are going, I didn't have this on my 2021 bingo card. You know, the whole life cycle. What is on a 2021 bingo card? We have a 2024 bingo card, and that's just the... Yeah, it, that's just the nine-month cruise being. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and someone did die. That's someone, someone did pass on the nine-month cruise. The that nine-month is cruise. genuinely sad. But okay, so this is going super viral. Yes, all a good time. Everyone's laughing because I think the energy is like we're laughing at a big company that yeah. did something it's, crazy. It's laughing at a big company, no one's hurt. Yeah, it's the, okay. The Discord again, like the milkshake duck. The discourse is just purely, oh my gosh, how crazy shrimp in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. How did this happen? But then people start people start noticing that maybe this isn't as much of a coincidence. There, there are strange clues about that okay. this, this situation is not Because I didn't seen. dig, so I don't know. I, did I, not, I, I, I know one of the twists that you I, might reveal, I, but not all of them. I think you know the twist that I'm about to reveal. Okay. Firstly is that Jensen Carp is married to Danielle Fischel, a.k.a. Topanga, Topanga, from Boy Meets World. Yeah. Who almost exactly one year prior to mm-hmm. the shrimp incident had done SpawnCon for Cinnamon Toast Crunch Coffee Makes Creamer. Interesting. So that's not, like, immediate Flag. guilt. Yeah, but... but Okay, that is interesting. That's weird, yeah. Spawn for cinnamon. Like, you guys, I guess, are really involved with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Also, Carp had once been a regular guest on a podcast called Pistol Shrimps Radio. Interesting. What is that? I don't know. It's a podcast. I I really don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, And then also... This whole thing seemed very similar to a 2011 story in which a General Mills blueberry scones were tainted with shrimp. Okay. So people start being like, huh, interesting. This isn't the first time General Mills has had shrimp. Huh, you have a shrimp. I don't know. I don't know what the quality of the scones are, but those actually were tainted with shrimp. So they're like, huh, interesting. Your wife has done that. People are just kind of noticing. Interesting. There's an interesting web here. So... Cinnamon Toast Crunch, this is going so viral, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has to issue a statement. And on Twitter, they say, they respond by saying that this was just an accumulation of cinnamon sugar and that there is no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp. This enrages (laughs) Jensen Carp. Yeah, because it's not. It's it's, not. it's not. It, It is two pieces of shrimp covered in cinnamon sugar. It's not. Just like cinnamon sugar. But I also get like, it's not like they're processing shrimp on the premises where Cinnamon Toast Crunch is processed. No. So I get what they're trying to say. It could have just been a worker at lunch. But I I feel like the best like response is to be like, we have no idea how this could have possibly happened. We're, We're gonna look reaching out it, yeah. to you. 
to make it right. But anyway, they try to go that it's just cinnamon sugar that looks exactly like two shrimp tails. So Jensen Carp gets pissed, and he responds by posting another close-up picture of the shrimp tails. (laughs) And then he shares a picture of a second opened unopened bag of cinnamon toast crunch which appears to have dental floss in it okay that's crazy so carp is now accusing again in the new york times he says this he accuses cinnamon toast crunch of gaslighting him Mm -hmm. because he's like you know we could have solved this amicably but then you chose to gaslight me and like now it's fucking on so he in my opinion starts spiraling general mills offers to have him send them the box so that they can like do a forensic analysis on like what the fuck happened to this box and like why there are shrimp tails in here and he denies that saying that he thinks that they will tamper with the box if he sends it over to them and he tweets anyone tweeting at me to send the entire box to general mills is a narc they want to know but like if they want to know like they Listen, have man, right. you put yeah. something out there that's pretty big yeah General Mills is now saying, like, okay, send us the box. And, like, we, we they do need to they investigate. They do need to know how shrimp could have possibly gotten and, it. And dental floss. They probably could do, like, a DNA and all this stuff to see if it's an employee or whatever. So then he says that he found a... And that's what... Not a narc, sorry. No. A narc is somebody who, like, calls the cops on you, not, no. like, telling... No. This guy's an idiot. Gen X. Yeah. Well, toxically very, Gen X. Very, very that, which is kind of, kind of why it relates to being dad as well. Is these guys who like think they're smart and funny and yeah. uh, they're not. Yeah. And they're not as much as they think. So, so then he says that he found a crustacean researcher at the LA Natural History Museum who's going to do a <sighs> DNA analysis on the shrimp tails. To prove that they're shrimp tails, I guess. But that still wouldn't answer the question of how they got in the box. Yeah. I, it's, I think at this point, we, we are all on board with it's shrimp. Not, yeah. And now the mystery is how they get in how the box. How they get in the not box. Not if they're shrimp or not. But he's, I, I guess he's just enraged that Cinnamon Toast Crunch tried to claim that they weren't shrimp. He, over the span of like a week, he tweets 79 times about the shrimp. The shrimp situation, what's going on with the shrimp. And now we get to the milkshake duck mm-hmm. of it all. Because much like Taylor Swift, he has overexposed himself. He's in the public eye for too long. Mm. You got to blip on there and blip away. Yeah, you got to know in a fold. Now he's tweeted 79 times. The story is getting crazier. He's, and yeah. He, eyes, are, eyes are, again, I feel that he is overexposed. Yeah, no, I have something, but I feel like it might be involved with the twist. Okay. So So after this goes mega viral, several women come forward to accuse Carp of manipulative and abusive behavior, including gaslighting, which is just funny because that's like the word he used to describe Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, There's one actor named Rory Uphold who tweeted that Carp was the most abusive person I have ever been with, and I'm crying as I type this. so that, that's one camp of people who come forward about him are like his exes who say he was a horrible person. Then there's also people who worked with him because he's a comedian and he's a TV writer, producer guy. 
So one woman, Brittany Nichols, who's a comedian and a TV writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, she writes on Abbott Elementary or something. She might. I could. Uh, but anyway, I guess she worked with Carp on a TBS rap battle show. And yeah, she lived, said yeah. that she was the only black person in the room and that she had a horrible experience yeah. working for him, basically. So people start coming forward to be like, this is the biggest asshole I've ever known. Like there, yeah. that's I. I remember seeing that part of it that people were starting to come forward to be like, "This guy is the biggest mm-hmm. douche ever." Mm-hmm. Now, this is where the story gets extremely interesting to me because so far we have not seen this in the history of search hist- in the history of search history. Mm-hmm. Carp goes completely dark, and he has never addressed this since ever again. He, wow. He, he, his last post about this situation was, no real update and I'm not posting about this bullshit all day again. Waiting for the envelope I agreed on from General Mills to send them back pieces and some of the shrimp tail will leave home for DNA testing at noon. They grow up so fast. That was on March 24th, 2021. He has never addressed the shrimp again. There's no resolve to the mystery. Wow. Wait, has he tweeted again or he's... He's never tweeted again. He left wow. his Twitter up for a long time and people would tweet at him and say, what's up with the shrimp? What's up with the shrimp? He never responded again. And then when I was researching this show, his Twitter at Jensen Carp is gone and all of the tweets are gone because he has left Twitter. He is active on Instagram. On Instagram. So it's I went... like Bean Dad. Exactly. So I went over to Instagram. He has 52,000 followers. He posted a picture of Danielle Fischel 22 hours ago for Valentine's Day. His comments are on. And when I looked at them, none of them were about shrimp. Hmm. So so here's my kind of discussion topic for you. I feel like shrimp guy was able to just ride out this discourse and disappear in a way that like is very is very interesting when you compare it to Bean Dad and how Bean Dad had to like come out and put this whole long thing. This guy just went dark and stayed dark and never said shit on Twitter again. I feel like because so you're asking like what's the difference? Yeah. I feel like because Bean or because Shrimp Guy has a whole career in Hollywood and stuff like he's not reliant. He's just one of those. And I've worked in like the game show room and the game show circuit. You never know who the people, who those people are. It's a really tight knit group. They all hire each other. It's all this stuff. You're constantly working, but it's not dependent on like, it's not like Rami or something like a scripted show where it's your face on it, whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't have to know. And he's always going to have work because he's already worked and all that stuff, whatever. So I feel like he could afford to take a step back. Being dad, his whole thing was his podcasting and this. Yeah. And like his persona and his image. So And like, like bands that were working with him were like saying they didn't want him to use their songs. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So or that they weren't going to use his like, song. Yeah. There's a lot more writing on Bean Dad to apologize. And also it seems like Jensen, and what I was going to say, the twist that I was going to say is that it's pretty well documented that Danielle Fischel 
on the set of Boy Meets World was bullying the black... Angela. Angela. She was bullying her. Angela came out recently and said, like, she was treated like shit by everyone. The only people who apologized were the guy who played Sean. I think he was always kind of nice to her, but the guy... He was her love interest on the show. Yeah. And so she said he was always nice. And then in, um... And then the guy who played the brother, like, she had to come out around Black Lives Matter around that time and say, like, I remember these people that. were racist. It fucking sucked. I had to do my own hair on set. Yes, like, I only, remember that. All that shit, like, it fucking sucked. Um, and then some people came back and were like, I'm sorry for treating you like shit all those years ago. Topanga did not, his wife, did not, like, Market yeah. apologize. I think for... she's maybe done their podcast since. Yeah, that so Angela. I wonder... Yeah, I remember when all that happened because I was a huge Boy Meets World fan. I fucking loved Boy Meets World, and and the main guy didn't either. Oh well, Ben Savage. Ben there's Savage. a lot of weird stuff around yeah, Ben Savage, and now he, he's like trying to be a politician. There's a lot of Boy Meets World Drama. lore, lore. But also, so, I do think to your point. With him being a producer, a producer means like you're somebody who has money yeah. who produces other people's stuff. Has so connections. yeah, you have connections, and also like if you have money and your thing is that you give it to people to make their projects, they're still gonna come to you a lot of the time, even if you're a shrimp guy. Yeah, that's how like Hollywood is. Well, I'm just like I also think being dad at its core is just corny. And unfunny and cringe. Yeah. But not a bad human being. Whereas, I'm just going to say Jensen, it feels like Jensen is actually a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't it, well, care just, about his image because he's an asshole. Yeah, like what he did is, or what, what people came forward to say about him was way kind of worse than Bean yeah. I mean, Bean had really bad tweets, but... I don't really want to... He had really bad tweets. He but had really he bad tweets, thought, but they were, like, trying to be ironic racist. Yeah, he 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 stumbled into that uh, Gen Z... Or Gen Z. Gen, Gen X. X white guy quicksand of, oh, I can comment. I'm not racist, so I'll make funny commentary exactly. about Versus, racism. Versus, like, actually and then it's like, being a terrible oh, person. Oh, no, no, no. But, yeah, the abusive. stuff that was said about Shrimp Dad, that's actually bad. Bad, yeah. Like... That's actually not good. But that is the story of Shrimp Dad, which I find to be very interesting. That Because usually we're used to these ending with like some kind of public statement, apology, notes app, video, something. And this just, he just goes dark and he never answers the question of whether or not there was shrimp in his cereal. Do you think he planted the shrimp in his cereal? I don't know, because that could also explain why, like, like one end it could be like there was shrimp in his cereal, but he didn't want to address the allegations of abuse, so he disappeared. Two is that he there was no shrimp in his cereal, and General Mills was like, this is a fucking cease and desist, and if you keep, like, dragging us, we'll fucking sue you. So he's like, let me just go dark, and he's an abuser. My, I think I come down on that. I think he wanted to create a little viral moment for himself. Did this shrimp thing. Uh, 79 times. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, let it go. I think that 
It went more viral than he could have imagined. Now he's famous. Now he's shrimp guy. He's very excited about that. He's trying to continue capitalizing on being shrimp guy. He's, you know, again, to continue with the Taylor Swift metaphor, he's drawing a lot of attention to himself at the Grammys. He's, oh he's not, he's, not uh, he's kind of like blundering forward into this like mega fame online. And then as soon as it started to turn on him, he just was like, I'm going to go away. Because there was no way out of it at that point hmm. other than to... So, yeah, you think he planned... You think there was no shrimp. We can't... It, it's Trails. all allegedly. We can't say one way or another. But I come down on he planted the shrimp because he wanted to go viral and have And a then moment. there's no update, too. Yeah. It's like, you would at least leave an update. Because also, I do feel like... If you actually really found shrimp tails in your cereal, you'd send the box. Back. You'd send the box because I'd be like, I actually want to know what the fuck happened here. Yeah. I want to know. The mystery would be bowl. important to me. You ate a bowl. Like the mystery isn't important enough to him. Exactly. And that's why I feel like it's, he knows that he put the shrimp tails in the cereal. I just feel like if if Go Touch Grass was like. A fucking multi-million dollar TV show that we had a budget. I'd hire, like, Mythbusters style, hire scientists. Because I feel like if you're pouring Cinnamon Toast Crunch where the pieces are so thin. Yeah. If you pour the first bowl, the shrimp tails would come out. Yeah. Also. Science there is not science. But guess what? This yeah. is not a science podcast. No, this isn't a science podcast. We're not crustacean experts. No. We're not. Uh, we we can't forensically <laughs> a, look at the shrimp. What a waste of a, a degree. A crust. To be like, yep, that shrimp. Like, Yeah, like what was he going to say? Everyone could see it was shrimp. And again, that's the other thing is that he starts getting fixated on proving it's shrimp. No. And, and it's, it's like, like no, no, we need to know how the shrimp got in the there. box. It's fishy. I'll say, <laughs> pun intended. Hey, this is a comedy podcast. Wow, and I feel like that's a perfect place for us to end. Yeah. Um, our next search history will be one you guys get to vote on. Yeah. When I was researching milk milkshake ducks, a bunch of interesting topics. Yeah, because I'm like, <sighs> a couple came up from the Wikipedia that I was like, these could be really good search histories, wow. depending on what the people want. We are, we announced this in the free feed, we are on the road to 100. Road to 100. Uh, this means we want 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And mm -hmm. at the end of that road, we will do something fun and special. Very fun, very special. And it will be probably in video form. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna put something out that's really cool for you guys. Everyone will be able to access it, but we need to get to a hundred reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. So Please review. Yeah, if you reviewed on one but not the other one, do both. Do, do both. Just just drop a drop drop us five stars. Drop you know, a five star baby. Um, um and with that, go, go touch, touch grass. grass. <laughs>